All right, PKN episode one thirty. How you guys doing? Good. Doing great. Yes. <sighs> I Taylor and I have moved in together. This is our new apartment. <laughs> I, as you can see, got the worst room. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty cramped. He sleeps on the floor back there. He's there, you can't see it, but there's a pile of old clothes. He's forbidden all posters or what he calls individual art. That's to be frowned upon in this in this home. It's a very lot of fast. us, but no identity. It's a very fascist regime, but the rent is low. Yeah, free. No. So since we, since we've been here, uh, Taylor Taylor brought his magic cards. People don't know. And, you guys went on vacation in Denver. Yeah, yeah. So we're in Denver, and uh, Taylor brought his magic cards. And I'd never played magic before, but he brought these dual decks, which basically make it so that you don't need a huge amount of cards. They're already set up for like multiplayer play and and then they kind of do away with the card collecting aspect of the game it's just like these are good to fight against each other with and we played the first night i think we sat there in those chairs for nine hours nine hours straight without moving um, i think the legal marijuana may have helped with uh the sitting amount of time <laughs> that we were able to just sit there and do nothing nine Hours. Nine hours. We you guys turned into Civ. Yeah. Um, no, we played many, many, many games as I was like learning to play, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, we, we played like nine hours straight, and uh, and then the next day we played maybe six or seven hours straight, and then today we probably played three hours worth today, and it got to the point where we were like, we should go to Walmart and just buy some fucking magic cards, right? Should we just have a whole bunch of them? And so like here we are, grown men. Like the only other people in that aisle at Walmart was this tiny little lad who came up to like my breastbone or something, and he's like getting some Yu-Gi-Oh cards or some shit, and I'm walking out of there with like this they can't see, but like my hands heavingly full of these fucking uh, uh, Magic the Gathering cards, and we're going back home and like cracking them open and, and like opening uh, decks and looking for nice cards. So we have full on gotten addicted to to Magic. Um, it's it's You're really it fun. Up really quick though. Like, yeah, well, it, I, there was a couple of really aggravating games where you could tell after we did the draft in the beginning where you have to yeah, make because your I don't own understand deck. the purpose of the draft. Like yeah. we were halfway through it and we were like, you know, I was asking like, Kyle, what's your strategy looking like? You gonna go white, red, blue? What color? And you were like, I was supposed to be thinking about colors. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, what else would you be doing? But I was like, all right, I guess he's new. I was just picking the sense. good ones. Yeah, and so the whole first game was you just being like, I don't have anything to play that. I can't. This is just a, this is just a pile of. And then at one point, we you were complaining about not getting any land, and we realized that Kyle wasn't playing from a deck at all. He had started drawing from another pile of cards sitting nearby, and so of course nothing was working. But um, yeah, we're having a lot of fun with it. Magic is great. You know, it's but not the coolest thing to be buying. I I pretty much got it down now. I think, I, like, like I certainly don't understand every single card interaction and special ability and and, and how they work and and uh, and all that stuff. But I, I got the basics of the game down. I really like it. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun. But I, I and I'm gl I'm almost glad that like the online version of, version of Magic isn't as as liked as much because I think it's better that I only play this when I'm a, with other people. This shouldn't be an on an online thing. It's so much more satisfying to have the cards and. And play them, I think. Yeah, it's fun. It's more fun to physically have it, so you can kind of feel like the fuck you. Like, nope. Like the the first thing Kyle did when he was playing, 
Like, if you don't play Magic, you know that blue is kind of the color of control and assholes and people who just get more pleasure from making you fail than their own success in a way. And you played that deck, and you're like, oh, this is all about me. I'm loving this. Nope. Oh, you want to play that? Counter. No. Put it back. Oh, I see your sad face. Like, that's (laughs) what it does. Yeah, that's a real troll deck. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We're having a blast. So, Woody, you've been sick. Uh, you sound I, pretty congested. Oh, uh, really? Dude, you have... I haven't I, been on Skype. Yesterday, you have I was 1-800 like... flu. <clears throat> yesterday, I was like, if I sound like this, I'm going to ask to postpone the show, because I was just completely hoarse and phlegmy and disgusting. This is the best I've sounded in quite some time. And... Uh, uh, but I'm just... I'm weak. I'm tired. I uh, Every so often, I'm like, you know what? I'm done being sick. Fuck this. I get up. I make it to, like, the kitchen. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck that. No, no, I want to lay Man, back down. Sucks. You try to will yourself to being better. That yeah, like that was... in what was that movie Gattaca or whatever it was, where the guy yes. can't go to space, and so he has to like act like he can run ten miles in the morning. It's like you can't. Your heart's fucked. Stop pretending. Fake it until you make it. Got it. In the shit. end, that movie just shows that if you're a stubborn asshole who disobeys the rules and you find one crooked doctor, you can sabotage a trillion dollar space mission. No, no, that's not what it shows. It shows that you never let anyone tell you what you can and cannot do because they don't know what, what's Sometimes really on should. the inside and that's all that matters. You might have more fire in you. You might be able to push yourself farther than any than, than the guy who's got the perfect body and the perfect heart and, and all that stuff. I love fucking Gattaca. That swimming scene where like his 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 brother who's like genetically engineered is swimming with him and he's like I don't understand how can you do this cuz the the game is you swim out to sea until one of you gives up and they and you turn yeah. around to go back bearing in mind you have to get back to shore you know cuz you're swimming out to sea so you have to calculate that you have to be like whoa I'm at like 49.9% of my total strength here we need to turn around and he he won't stop he's just go and the guy's like how are you doing this how are you doing this he's like I don't save anything for the trip back. It's great. It's that, so great. I love Gattaca too. And and by the way, I'll mention there's between Gattaca and me. Is that guy succe- successful at denying his problems, or is I just succumb to them thirty seconds into it? Like, uh, but anyway, uh, the swim scene I didn't like. One, they're not very good swimmers. That's a thing. Uh, two, looks great to me. I couldn't they're tell. Pumping. They're I'll, pumping. I'll so circle hard. back on that. But like, like Merka, like That's if you were to watch. I'll catch up to that. But, uh, like, it just didn't make any... Like, I never saved any for the way back. Well, clearly he got back all these times. Like, it, that is the one no, no. line in the movie what that... He, what he meant was he never even considered it. He just gave whatever it took to get there, and then that was secondary. He never even considered it. It wasn't that yeah. he was, like, he was like <laughs> purposely using every ounce of strength he had. He was just going for the win. And if he got back, he got back. But that wasn't, a cons- that wasn't his primary concern. Primary concern... Winning. Secondary concern. Surviving. Ma- surviving. Yeah. yeah, I, the, yeah. Th- the thing is that, I mean, he, he literally did outswim his brother every time. Like, uh, you can't just be like, well, you know what? I just did, gave it all I got. How are no, you beating me all the time? Only, only no, the that one was time. the only time. That was the only time he'd ever done it. Oh, in my head. That's why yeah. the brother was shocked. He's like, how are you doing this? Because every time throughout their childhood, the, 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 the genetically superior brother had beaten him time and time again. Oh, well, I don't remember so it, was it like, right there, yeah. I guess. So it was like a moment of reckoning, you know. It was, it was big. That's a good movie. It is a good movie. Gattaca's outstanding. Oh, got, and uh, on the got, swimming thing, it, Taylor, I'm sure if you watched a guy took a slap shot that had, that had really never taken a slap shot before, didn't have it developed, you would instantly be like, that guy's a non-hockey player. You know, I, yeah. I watched Justin Bieber play, right? 
And mm-hmm. while he's out there with NHL guys looking like he's not, the guy played hockey. You know, he could skate, he could handle a puck. He could, yeah, he's Canadian. Know. They they can all play. Yeah, it's 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 in the DNA. And I was like, oh, look at that. Justin Bieber can play hockey. You know, it, you instantly see a guy who's played or not played. I, I um, did you immediately like him a little more? Oh Bieber? well, I I, mean, I liked I him never, since his I knew last he was album. Canadian, and so I liked him some because I like Canada. And then seeing him in the All Star game, I'm like, oh, that's neat because most celebrities don't like the NHL; they like the NBA. So when you see like the NBA All Star game, it'll be like fucking Jay Z, Beyonce, whoever else is relevant. And then the <laughs> NHL All Star game is like some really famous dude from Russia, and then Justin Bieber, I guess. And then yeah, a bunch Michael of J. Fox back you, when he could like, yeah. move around. He's not a he's not oh, a great he's player great at moving this around point. now. Uh, yeah, I stand corrected. He's uh, it's yeah, really he his never, core competency. He, he's their goalie. The you never know where to it. shoot. He's just you know, <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. Ah, could you Mike Michael Crazy Hands Fox? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very like turn of the century kind of name for a professional athlete. Like I'm convinced that in 1904 you could break into any professional league on the planet if you just like when you went into the like you found like maybe a table next to the bar the team owner and you just had one guy across from you throw a fight and just stand up and be like i guess that's why they call him you know uh never give up willie or whatever the fuck he's like yeah that's the kind of spirit we need on our team come over here sign a crown check you know five wheat pennies a week and all he can eat and play for the yankees and that kind of thing like you could you didn't actually have to be athletic to be a professional athlete until like 19 19- I'd say 1930, 1940. <laughs> Up until then, it was just people who were like, man, we have a lot Willing more. Willing to play. Yeah, harvests have been great recently. What are we going to do with the other half of the year? Like, why don't you take up a professional baseball, hon? <laughs> you, know, you should love it. You know, <laughs> That one guy from New York's doing great. You're anyway. great at beating all the Jews with that stick you have. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I feel man, like I we can got tell rip- how sick you are. You're totally... I'm so sorry. I hope I'm not disgusting oh. on the mic. I just, oh my god, no, I, these guys. It, I, I like it. Um, it, it it's uh, it, it's sexy. I feel like we got ripped off last night at that restaurant. We went to this restaurant uh, that was that was highly touted as a good spot to go because it, because it's the oldest restaurant in Denver. Uh, it was called um, like Buckhorns. Yeah, like the Buckhorn, the Buckhorn, Buckhorn, something like that. Anyway. They've got like dead animals all over the walls, like zebra, like uh, mountain lions, um, just dozens and dozens of, of dead animals, and and it's, their it's big selling even point. From that genre of place where it's like, like you know when you go into TGI Fridays and you're a little bit stressed out because it's like, oh my god, there's like too many license plates and you know cuckoo clocks glued to the wall. Like it was that feeling, but with dead animal heads, where it was like, <laughs> you get it, you hunt. <laughs> <laughs> dozens of dead animals everywhere. Were Skins they all impressive dead animals? They yes, were every yes, one of some them. Of them were, there was were, a two-headed goat, like, like like it's one head but two faces attached and looking looking like 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 looking away like a conjoined oh. head. That was shot and the head was mounted. Can, there was a there was a zebra, elephants, um, everything. Do you have a level of confidence on how real they were? Like, would you be able to tell? One hundred percent. The deal is that oh. all of the animals in there, all of them were killed by the family that still owns this restaurant ever since the eighteen hundreds. Huh. Yep. What did that it's dentist from owned. Michigan kill? Was it a lion? He killed yeah. Cecil the lion. Uh, yeah. But like Kyle was saying about this there being was a family owned, 
Like it's been family owned for generations. And so I think that we got the shitty cousin of a waitress that they can't fire because she's part of the family, but she gets to just ruin the reputation because we, I'll let you continue Kyle because you started it. But our waitress, I was not happy. Not happy with that. But, you know, my two meals were $143, and I just didn't feel like I got that uh, $143 worth of food. Um, I got, an, I think I got like elk and buffalo and uh, uh, like a baked potato. You're and, forgetting uh, for appetizers, we got yeah. rattlesnake. It just was rattlesnake and alligator tail. And so it was like, oh. these are fun things. These are new things, things that'll be fun to try. We can, you know, at least, you know, try it. And we ordered rattlesnake and it comes out diced up you know like like uh chipped chicken almost in just a cheese dip with a bunch of chips and it was like maybe this is being pedantic but if you sell me rattlesnake that's unacceptable to deliver it in a way that i can't tell coiled it's up i want that's it coiled up uh, I, want and it I, coiled. I want it I want it coiled up and sliced like a sushi roll, yeah. and we each grab a bite, dip it in a spicy like Southwest sauce, and that and that is how you serve yeah. rattlesnake. It, it, was, it tasted so here. similar, dipping and getting it on there and eating it. When I tried it, I was like, it, I could be just a fool. Like this could be chicken. If you gave this to me and didn't tell me this is a snake, I would have thought it was chicken and in a cheese dip. And, and then the alligator what... tail. Oh my god! I was even. I ordered this right after we got the rattlesnake, and I was like, all right, well, we got to try something fun. Um, alligator tail. If this doesn't come as an alligator tail, I'm gonna be so upset. I wanted just like an alligator tail to cut pieces off of, and you know, did that to be a big one, just a little alligator. I'm not picky. And then they brought it out, and it looked just like calamari. It was just, I guess, sinewy strips yeah. of alligator tail that they fried, and it was. It tasted so exactly disappointing. like calamari. You even dissed it in cocktail sauce. I am ninety percent sure because she did mention calamari in the same breath that she fucked up. And brought us calamari. I do not think we ate alligator tail. I, I'm, I'm, the I'm thing sorry. Is, I had alligator like a month ago. And um, yeah, Similar? it's like deep fried. And I, I expected it. I don't know why I thought it was going to be in like the steak family. Because it's like a big strong animal. But it's more like in the fish family. Alligators. Yeah, it's in the reptile family. Well, which, I guess I'm talking yeah, about usually, food groupings. I don't, I don't eat any other like, reptiles. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, but I was reptiles. like, it's kind of fishy. It's like like... I, I I wanted to eat it and say, oh, it's just like chicken, because that's what everyone who has no sense of humor says. And uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like chicken at all. It was really kind of a tougher, sinewy fish. And also, the meal we got, like the size of – so you could get like platters with a bunch of different kinds of meats. And I got quail and uh, elk. And they gave me a piece of elk that was so small that that – like at a real steakhouse, if that of the that amount of meat had fallen off the plate on the way to get it delivered to you, they'd be like, "Whatever, fuck it, it's still fine. It's still plenty of meat to give to the customer." And <laughs> like, it was such a tiny amount. And then the little two quails that I had looked like so pathetic played men, little poor little <laughs> quail. Well, at least were, they looked like fair, quail. Yeah, they were delicious. They were very good. But other than that, I wasn't happy with. I them. felt so far sorry for those quail because some someone had to kill that tiny little bird that they served you to eat. It, it over it, it, it basically. I, I really felt like we got overcharged <laughs> just just for looking at those dead animals, and uh, and we ate another meal after that. I think I have we? a plan. I, yeah. I, so next time we take a different sort of vacation instead of you know Colorado and magic. I come and I will keep the wait staff in line. It's what I do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we were. Um, I, I I feel like they were all. I, I feel like Taylor 
was shocked that I did not tip that waitress. Um, but but I did not feel like she deserved a tip. Um, I oh. felt like she was an absentee waitress. She wasn't there most of the time. Um, and and when I went to pay the check, you know, she hands you the the the, the check. I said, ah, I'll pay this right now. One second, and I like start counting out bills. I'm counting her tip, right? Right. She walks the fuck away. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I got some ones. I can pay exactly. I can do exact change. And she brought me a dime back, and I was like, thank you. That is annoying. Like when you I, like, can, really, I think it would have been better if you pushed the dime back. No, no, no. I wanted the dime. I wanted to make sure she didn't like, get that dime. Like, like so you know, that dime's You're mine. right about that. You know that feeling like when they give you the check and you go like this to be like, like last night, I was like, all right, I'm going to get my credit card out and give it to you. And you're, you're like right here and they're speed walking away where you're like, mm-hmm. well, hold on, hold on. J- Jesus, fuck. Like that. Take it. Like, take it real quick. Like we, we told you we want to leave because you've been standing here ignoring us. I tried to flag her down. Like right after we ordered the the snake, and she walked right by me, and I guarantee um, everybody said, saw me. We sat there for half an hour before we uh, we got drinks, I think. So so yeah, I didn't feel like she deserved a, a tip. I felt like she was a sub subpar waitress, so she was gonna get no extra monies from me, especially when it was already one hundred forty three dollars for like two tiny pieces of meat. So that's that's, that's yeah. how that went down. So it sure. just goes to show that, and I was thinking about this the other the the night when we were eating there as well, is that this is a restaurant because it's the oldest one in Denver. They didn't ever have to earn that title. So there was, you know, in 1908, they were probably still serving food. The owners were out hunting for fun. They just staff it with whoever in the family they can run the place. And they just serve kind of okay food, but they get by on the fact that they're the oldest restaurant in Denver. You know, we were 20 years old. Nobody else is older than 19, and they're still doing it today. We got suckered in because there's a lot of dead animals on the wall, How and then they drinks? didn't even serve us real snakes. You didn't like a drink either? You got a gigantic, like, $20 beer, and uh, and, and immediately... Yeah, didn't end up drinking it. It was not good. That. Oh. Yeah, that, that sucks. But that's... That's the way she goes. You know, they didn't brew that beer. I picked it out. Goes, I thought, oh, it's got cherries. That sounds good. And then it was yeah. not at all. It was I, horrible. I would have made the same decision. Yeah. <laughs> and Oh, and the worst part is we did, of course, at that place have the options to, instead of getting those tiny little uh, portions of elk and buffalo of doing the shared three-man, three-pound steak experience where they bring a giant New York Strip, uh, New York strip steak loin that's cut anywhere from two to four and a half pounds uh, out for you, but 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 nobody wanted to do that uh, for some yeah, reason. Yeah, because that's that's just like I don't trust anything where the selling point is the size of the item. If somewhere's like, hey, you got to go to Joe's, uh, you know, Food Shack, they've got a three, they've got a meter long corn dog you can buy, and it's like, well, who the fuck's gonna eat this? What is that the selling point? Like, I noticed <laughs> that you didn't say like this is a really good tasting corn dog, or they have the finest sausages, or they hand pull their own things. That was just one guy who was like, fuck, you know, Teddy's custom sausages packing our shit in. Ever since they opened up, what can we do? Well, we don't have the skill to compete, but we can make a goddamn huge corn dog and hope that children badger their parents enough to keep us in business. And that's what they did. This fictitious restaurant that I'm talking about now <laughs> that, sells, that sells big corn dogs. I've been eating like such shit. We've got to slow down. I, I feel like I can feel my insides don't like it. You deep fried a piece of candy the other day. I deep fried a lot of pieces of candy. Yeah, I, that was something that. <laughs> You didn't like, like there's that? No, there's no excuse. That I, was I too like, much. 
the flavor of it, but it's also uh, there's no Where, excuse. Did you, you bring it deep prior? I, or did I, he I, come to your place? Or no, I uh, I, I got a I got a uh, you know there's it's, we got a house, so it's full fully stocked kitchen, and I just or I use this uh, service called Instacart. They deliver groceries to your home, and I just had a bunch of some peanut oil and supplies delivered uh, for free. Uh, no, oh. t you don't tip those people either. And uh, and I just fried them there in the kitchen. You so know, that, you freeze the you freeze the candy first, batter it, fry it in oil, and you're good to go. So so, I, I thought deep frying in my head it it was like a special equipment. It held like a gallon of oil. And did you deep fry sure. like on an open flame or something, or does it come with the house came with a deep fryer? Um, it, deep fry is just whenever the food is submerged in the oil. Okay. Um, so like those big deep fryers, the purpose of that, of course, is that you're lowering a whole fucking turkey and it's got to right, be really specialized. Right, that's in my head. But you can do it. You can deep fry on your on your stovetop with just you know two inches of oil because uh -huh. you know it's a candy bite that's an inch thick. So it'll was be it a Jolly Rancher? Because that's what I'm picturing. No, no, no. It's, you do chocolates and stuff like that, like okay. chocolate, Twinkie, butter. I you can do ice cream. Uh, uh, deep fried like butter. That. Yes, deep ah. fried stick of butter. You freeze a stick of butter for uh, overnight with a, a skewer stuck halfway through it. Batter that shit up, fry it, and are you gonna yeah. do that? I ate two sticks last night. If I married Kyle, I would happily oh. weigh four hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> I would just. Be... I don't think you'd happily weigh that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Down from seven hundred. <laughs> no, yeah, I, no, I didn't eat the butter last night, but I did eat uh, like a crackle and some Snickers and some Reese's and stuff. I I, just, I got like a, an assortment of candy and just froze it all uh, for four hours and then and then fried a few pieces. It was delicious. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do need to slow down on the shit though, because I feel. Like, my body's, like, almost, it's a near revolt. Like, you know, when you're playing Civ or Total War Warhammer, and it's like, your civilizations, they're getting, they're getting rowdy. Like, they're not going to riot yet, but they're very, un, they're, they're discontented. They're not happy. That's what all my organs are doing. Like, my digestive tract, like, they're in, and they're in displeasure. You know, the bowels are in full uh, riot. They're <laughs> totally rioting. But, uh, yeah, I need, I need to eat, like, a fucking carrot or something. Jesus, I'm going to die. You ate, like, you ate like 30 incredibly hot hot wings last night or something like that. I, I tasted one of the ones he ordered, and tears were pouring down my, my face for a solid like two minutes. To the point, It wasn't like I could dry my, my face once and be good because tears were flowing. And I'm, I'm just like, how the fuck are you just like chowing down on these did, over did there? Did Taylor eat them like they were just french fries or something? Like he ate boxes of them. Wow. They were so good. I don't... Yeah, I, yeah like, I can't relate to people who who had that superpower. Like, like I've had things before yeah. where, like, you just tip it on your, like, just touch it to your tip of your yeah. tongue, and you, he you know, going like for that. water and stuff. And then, and then this guy next to me, he was Indian, and he just ate it like, like it was ketchup, like it was easy to it eat. Was the, uh, the flavor's called Wild. If anybody out there is a Buffalo Wild Wings connoisseur, and then his secondary flavor was Mango Habanero, and uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, that one's not hot at all." And I was like, I was like, oh, well, give me three or four of those. And like, one, I, I ate one of those after just having recovered from the wild. So I was already pretty fucked up. Same thing, just tears flowing. He, your asshole must just just really take a beating. It, it, I mean, I, I, you got to put Vaseline on. No, it's, it's best uh, it's, it's No, it, it's callous, like a worker day worker's hands. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, damn, yeah, they were so though. spicy. They were not good. No. What was good was like the medium ones, the honey barbecue, the hot honey mustard, the ones that were like flavorful and savory, not the ones that were so much 
spice and hot that it that it like damages your tongue. You liked the Asian ones though. I told you those would be and I the Asian zing was tasty. Yeah, yeah. sure. Sure. I like hot wings. I do too. I like eating meat off of bone. It's very, you know, I've I've noticed this that you is how it should a, be. I've noticed that you're not an early riser. Uh is is that a common thing or is that just a vacation thing? Uh it's a vacation thing. Or yeah, yeah just whenever thing. I have a hot wing eating technique. Are you guys familiar with how to eat the wings? You like, you press it on the, the plate to sort of break it, and then you pull it out, and you can get a thing. I'll have to show you in person. I, I used to play ice hockey with a guy who was a hot wing eating champion from Buffalo. And uh, he's like, you guys might not know. This is how you eat a wing. Because I, you know, I always only like the drumsticks because everything else, like you'd, how do you even eat that fucking double bone bullshit thing? <laughs> The wing. Yeah. yeah, the wing itself. <laughs> and he's like, you do this. And he's like, you just sort of break the seal. I am the Merca lobster of hot wings. Yeah, I've seen you do it. You're very good at it. Yeah, I've never done it. I, I actually prefer the wing ones more. Really? Because I, I don't know why. Because you know, that little that little like flap of skin or whatever that's on the top of the wing that always gets uh-huh. crispy and good. You get, you get, yeah. You're a guaranteed good bite there. Sometimes the drummy ones, you get one where you know, like, wow, this was a fucked up chicken. We've got a lot of growth hormone, and this is a leg that if I saw this chicken walking around or rather dragging <laughs> this enormous behemoth leg behind its shriveled little body, I'd be like, ew, who would eat that chicken leg? And then it shows up in Buffalo Wild Wings, but still good. Or it, yeah, there's muscle on one side day. of it. You're like, what, what, what horrific yeah. accident did this chicken get into? Yeah. <laughs> all its muscles are, it has like it's a quad but no hamstring. And you're like, ah, well, all right, quad it is. Poor <laughs> yeah, those, those uh, you, you watch, you know those clips where you see they walk through the chicken coops and they pick up the shitty ones and just like throw them in a big vat and just go kill them or get rid of them or whatever. Like, it's easy to watch that for like two seconds and be like, oh, that's just... That's kind of cruel and a little too harsh until you think about, like, imagine being seven hours into your first day of work in the chicken coop, picking up the retarded ones and throwing them in, like, a box. Like, you'd you'd realize every time, like, these aren't even alive. Like, I don't even think of these as things. Like, you know, you're laughing, but you know what I mean. I mean, you, oh, absolutely, you, you sure. have plenty of chicken experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not real creatures. Just think of them as, like, plants or something. It's like mowing grass. Just, 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 just take it. <laughs> Don't even don't even consider it. Oh sure, then he meets Henrietta, and all, everything changes. I, it, that's exactly what happened. We took <laughs> one chicken, and and we we socialized with it rather than having a herd out there or what we've done before, which is like place the chickens out in the field at like five hundred yards, six hundred yards, seven hundred yards, and they'll just sit there. They're not going to walk around, you know, especially if it's cold, and you know, start sniping them out with a three hundred eight or something. They go poof. Just you get get a nice like it's it's like you hit a, f- a feather pillow, the poof of white feathers. And then the coyotes are gonna come for what's left, and you get to shoot at them. Ah. And then the buzz and then and then the birds come for them, and you get to shoot at the birds. And then the it's wolves come life. for them, and then the spider monkeys <laughs> come for them, and then the bears come for the spider monkeys. And eventually the game warden comes to see what all the blues about, and you get him too. <laughs> and they the serve all the life. meat at. Buck Hunt, whatever the <laughs> restaurant. There was Overpriced. a picture of a man on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There were they uh, like it was so much overkill. The amount of dead animals they had in that place, like it made it was so much that it made the room feel smaller <laughs> because of so much stuff protruding Pret- from Pret- every yeah. side. Like it did. It was they were very high ceilings, but it didn't feel like that. Where it was, it was like, like a, it was like yeah. a forest. 
low-hanging limbs. Like, drop a deer and put up a mirror, would you? You know? Give us a little elbow. Yeah, exactly. Put a mirror up. (laughs) Jesus Christ, open this place up a little bit. You don't have to still (laughs) abide by your... We stick by our feng shui from 1893 when we open these doors. My great-grandfather, or whatever she would sound like. It sounds like like they survived the Great Depression, though. Like, maybe something cool did happen there. Like, you know, Taylor's like, they didn't have to earn that, but maybe they did. Maybe all the other restaurants dropped off during the Great Depression, and, and these guys with their magnificent like fake rattlesnake uh survived I'm just... yeah they, they've been serving chicken as rattlesnake for over a hundred <laughs> years <laughs> there was a there's a scenario where chiz was sitting and not paying attention and uh a gentleman looked at him and says he's like your next son what are you stoned or sleepy <laughs> <laughs> it just popped in my head that was funny what did, how did he answer do you recall he was like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Neither, uh, both. I don't know. You know, I didn't say anything. Yeah, it would have been fun. A little of this, a little of that. Yeah. <laughs> What's good it was, here? It was very early in the morning. It was far too early for anyone uh, to be stoned. Uh. <laughs> oh, but 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 yeah, I'm surprised. You're like sleeping till like noon, one o'clock. Like today, I last night we went to sleep at two in the morning, and I woke up at seven a.m. And then I was like, ah, oh, this is a little too early, and I slept to like maybe one more hour. I got up at eight thirty, showered, and like we sat around. I, I cleaned the whole house up. And then, uh, like, it was 10, and I was like, where, where, where the fuck is he? And by this time, Chiz has finally taken his shower and gotten ready for the day. And, uh, and finally, we, just, we went out for, like, an hour and a half, and, and we're driving around doing stuff, and we're like, I hope Chiz isn't awake. I, I hope Taylor isn't awake wondering where we are. And it's like, well, he fucking, he's fucking asleep. He's fucking asleep. Sleeping all day. By the- fine. Yeah, I woke up, and then it was just like, I walked out, and I was like, is anybody here? Anybody? Then walked out and car's gone. I'm like, all right, that's that's neat. That's okay. And then just took a shower. It was no big deal. But I always I like sleeping because I feel almost like it's time lost than like sleep that I won't get back if I have like a totally open time. Like if I wake up at like nine in the morning and I know like I have nothing to do today. Like I get up at nine like another hour, another two early morning stuff. Yeah, get up with me. We'll do the things. I'm just sitting around watching TV with Chiz. Yeah, there's nothing to do. You guys I gotta go t- on that. That's what you missed, though, right? Like, if you get up to, I feel like you should promise an activity. You're like, no, we'll do the things. Yeah. Dude, you don't know. We got, uh, you know, uh, Thundercats. <laughs> well, no, the waiting is because we're like waiting on Taylor to get up so that we can plan the next, like, activity or see, see what Kitty wants to do or see if her friends are going to come over. We're gonna, then we're I'll gonna... be up the same time as you tomorrow morning. That will make that work. All right. 5 a.m. Slightly after you tomorrow morning. All right. What, why good. don't you. Just give him permission to wake you, and then you don't really have a problem. Oh, you don't want that. No. If uh, uh, if you wake me up in a rude way, I am off kilter and salty for at least a few. Your whole morning with me will be ruined. I'll just be a snarky asshole. Like I, if when I do have to wake people up, I try and just like do it. Like that's my. I always, you know, if the Bible taught me one thing, that golden rule of treat people the way you want to be treated, I employ that every time I wake somebody up. Like to the point of it being like creepy. Where Last I'm like, time, I don't know the person well enough, and I'll be like, you know, Karen, Karen, you gotta go. <laughs> Last That's time we the were example out here. He uses? <laughs> <laughs> Last time we were out here, it was the final day, and uh, um, it was like the sun had risen, and I knew Chiz, Chiz's like train was leaving at like seven a.m. or something like that, or he had to be up at seven a.m. something like that. And I, I hear Chiz's alarm go off, and it's super annoying. <laughs> And it goes off, and it goes off, and it goes off, and like ten minutes, and I'm like, oh, the fuck! 
And I'm like, well, he's not going to make his thing. So finally, I, I go in there and I knock on his door. Wait, nothing. Pound on his door. Nothing. Finally, I, I, I cracked it. I'm like, hey, hey. And he's got, and, and when I open it, I could really hear what's going on. He's got, eh, 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 and there's a podcast going real loud, like Joe Rogan's fucking blaring in there. And, I, and I'm like, jizz, jizz, jizz. <laughs> and he goes, oh, oh, oh. I'm like, you got to go, buddy. He's no. And, and I closed the door. He didn't remember any of that shit. <laughs> I brought that up just the other day. And he was like, oh, really? Oh, I had no idea. That's funny. <laughs> I remember He'd early on been. in my relationship with Jackie, like she'd have the, she'd hit the snooze button, right? We're sleeping in the same bed. She snoozes three times. It's like, woman, this is unacceptable. Snooze button is for single people. You can't just fuck up 27 minutes of somebody else's sleep like you're alone here. That is so true. And I have been a dastardly culprit of that before where I have I have left snoozes on for so long. And then later you realize like, oh, man, I just kind of fucked the last hour and a half for them, like because they had to sleep in between my every seven minute burst (laughs) of half of a dumb song that comes to fault on the phone. Yeah, it's it's not fair to the other person. No, not at all. Not at all fair. Other than that, you know, I think uh, what other activities do we have planned, Kyle? If I can, if I can tear myself away from this wonderful bed. Um, I don't know. What do you want to do? Airsoft. Oh, I, I we're not going to be able to drag Chiz to airsoft. He's he, we 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 might literally drag Chiz to airsoft. I know, but um, he's he can't hear us now. I don't can know. Hear Maybe. Me. I can see I him in there. He's a little twitchy. Okay, well, I, I you know what? If we can't bring Chiz to Airsoft, we can bring the Airsoft to Chiz. <laughs> you and I, when we do wake up early tomorrow morning, zoot on out to whatever close by store. We pick up a couple of the cheap ones, not the ones that like hurt, but the ones that hurt enough that he's not happy with it, and and then just hold that little trigger down and ying 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 ying. Shoot him like that. What if, what if you attack. armed him, right? You could give him a pistol with a post-it note saying "Defend yourself," and now you've got a game. I would, I would put most a, dangerous I, game. I, I'd make a series of obstacle courses he had to get through, Ooh. and I think designing an obstacle course for Chiz could be one of the easiest things ever. I think I'd put it thirty feet away on the ground. <laughs> And then maybe I'd I'd close the door between him and the... <laughs> you put like a mattress <laughs> yeah. on the floor. Yes, yes, I'd pour four it steps. Four <laughs> steps. <laughs> that would do it. Is he, he? But is he on the second floor? You guys have what is the place like? Is it one story, two story? Um, it's uh, one story with uh, with a basement. Uh, that's uh, that's got bedrooms down there. Yeah. So uh, I had walked into the basement until like a few minutes ago. Same. Where, where Chiz is staying. That's nice. Yeah, he's got, he's got his own down there. Yeah, he's got his own little house down there. I, I had no idea. Washing machine. Washing that happened machine. on the um the whitewater rafting trip too. Like we were both upstairs, and then like Chiz just managed to get the floor to himself. It was the basement. But yeah, there's like, one extra bad. bed down there, and uh, and I, it wasn't even listed on the thing. It's literally like a clown blanket on a like whatever the tiniest mattress that is made whatever that is, a cot, and it's like tucked in behind the stairs, Harry Potter style. I was like, do, I was looking at the laundry, and I was like, holy shit, people, someone would sleep back there? Oh, fuck, that would be the worst ever. It's, it, it's, it's such a depressing little bedroom. It's like, you know, a series of unfortunate events 
that whole series and everything, that looks like the little bed that Count Olaf's gives to the Baudelaire children when they show up and, and they're forced to sleep there. Nobody? Nobody else knows that series? I figured I you... If I brought my, my dogs, that's, that's where we'd have put them. They'd have their own little bed down there. Oh, yeah. they'd have their own bed down there, would they? Or whatever the voice sounds like. Yeah, it's my own bed. Changes a little bit? I don't even know. Yeah, my bed's better. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm amused how much Taylor hates that accent. <laughs> oh, no, I guess I can tell how far back your tongue is in your mouth uh-huh. when you're doing it, and it bothers yeah. me. It sounds it's like you're about to swallow it. About to oh, swallow no. It. oh no, it goes back about far, precious. <laughs> so, what's new in Woody's world other than being sick? Sick uh, dominates my world right now. I've been flying a lot, which is a thing my wife doesn't like. Like, I, I'm sick. I don't feel well. I drag myself out, have fun for an hour, then like co- collapse on the bed. Like, oh, That's what's I barely you made it. That, you know, <laughs> you sound like Were Jackie. Were you out in the wind? Well, I did fly for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've had three flights in the last like three days or something. Wow, cheers. And uh, but I am awful sick, I swear. And uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, it's warm out, which is part of why I'm taking advantage of it. Eat a of clove it. of garlic. The whole it's, clove. It's uh, 73 degrees Two. tomorrow, 71 today. Like, that's good weather. Yeah, it's really nice weather here. Yeah. Global warming, we're in that sweet spot. Right, right. Global we, warming's it, cool is, in February. If we're breaking it down for real, like, I think we're all, like, we all know, like, if, even if this gets, like, disastrous out of control, we're going to be fine. Like, best, worst case scenario, we're all, you know, 70s, 80s, whatever. And we get to kind of see the calamitous stuff where it's like we could then be the people who talk to the people who are coming up. Like, wow, you mean back in your day there were four seasons, not one and a half? And it's like, yeah, you know, there was, it wasn't just the long winter when I was a boy, whatever. Like, that's, I'm looking forward to it a little bit. I'm not worried about it. Like, maybe, maybe my kids I'd be concerned about. Yeah, I don't about. care. I don't have kids. Yeah, so they, let's, they, let's they see what the policy EPA. We'll see. May not be an EPA pretty soon. Rick Perry, you know, I trust what Rick Perry is going to do. That's energy. He, he knows 100%. He's yeah. That's energy. That's not <laughs> EPA. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what's new with that? I haven't followed in the last couple of days at all. No. Any new things? I know Betsy uh, DeVos. Yeah, that's she the got latest the- thing. So Betsy DeVos, for people who don't know, has spent a lifetime advocating alternatives to public schools. And things like vouchers and charter schools and things like that. Uh, Someone put it, some Democrat said it. He's like, if we needed to elect someone to lead the war against public schools, she would be ideal. But to lead public schools, she's the opposite of perfect, is what they say. Now, 16 years ago, I voted for W because of his voucher idea. And let me lay it out there. I probably said this before, but it's cool. If you wanted to start a business today, like you know, you, you, Taylor, the young entrepreneur, says, you know what, I'm going to start a school. And that's going to be the business that I create. It's a terrible idea because you're competing with free. It's very difficult for you to launch a new school and expect to have any kind of success in it. But if those public school kids could take the vouchers, the tax money that would otherwise go to their public school, and show up at Taylor's school, then schools would pop up all over the place. Maybe a musically based school or a technology school or, a, you know, a school for kids with special needs or who knows what. Right. But kids could take their tax money that, that, that you know, they would otherwise go to public school and pick, you know, this entrepreneurial school. And then, then suddenly we've injected capitalism into the school system. And 16 years ago, I thought this was a really neat idea. I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, we can't lose. Now, I guess I'm just a little more nervous about it. Like, I'm not sure that this idea that I loved is, I still love, I don't know. But, uh, 
if I wanted to improve the school system, I think I'd do something way easier and guaranteed. And that's just like fucking put a bomb on the tenure system, right? The, the idea that what happens now is some 22-year-old fresh race, you know, kid comes out of college. They do a good job for three years until they're 25, you get tenure. And now for the next 40, their job is guaranteed. Like that 65-year-old yeah. version of them is a totally different person than the 25-year-old. Like why are you on the hook to give these people tenure? And then unless they literally fuck children, they just get to keep their jobs forever. Not figuratively fuck them. You yeah. can do that. Literally fuck them. It, it, mm-hmm. I would, yeah, I you would, can figuratively fuck them by providing horrible education yes. at public schools across the country because <laughs> they're like, hey, should I, should I make a new PowerPoint where Pluto isn't a planet? <coughs> fuck it. You know, run the same one. It doesn't matter with these kids. They can learn nine planets. They'll figure it out. So, so there it is. I've done my best to present both sides. Like the voucher thing isn't completely crazy. You know, inject capitalism into the schools. Maybe they'll, they'll get better schools. Uh, and then on the other hand, uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I do worry about just completely blowing up what we've done for the last 200 years. As long as everybody's got more, oh. got more choices, I think it's good. You know, we, uh, like we, went to the, we went to the hockey game. We watched the, uh, the Avalanche play the... Who did they play? Oh, God, just just I, based I on this, Avalanche lost, right? No, they destroyed. Oh, did they? I didn't expect Avalanche Yeah, they've got won. the longest win streak of the year two games uh, <laughs> <laughs> they won their second game in a row like it was the winnipeg jets that they played and it was a lot of fun we had good seats kyle you and you and chiz seemed to both enjoy the game for the most part i i enjoyed the free beer uh i know it, you probably didn't say, think it free beer. think that i was enjoying it um because i only drank like three beers and you must have drank like nine fucking beers <laughs> Um, I, we were double, it, it, yeah. So because of our seats, we got like these gold wristbands, and it was like, all you can drink beer and How did all you, you can get eat these food. Seats? Just you, paid for them. Oh, so you just uh, you just lived with a pig. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we go down to the Lexus room where our free where there's like a whole bar that's ours. You just order whatever alcohol you want, and so you can double fist beers, go back up to your seat, kill them, and then go back and get two more if you want. That was. That was Taylor. I, Taylor was so happy about that. I could tell that it was. Yeah, that was nice. My favorite part about that was watching Taylor really enjoy himself because he was just like, oh, "I got hockey. Uh, the players are right fucking there, and I got a beer in each hand." Yeah. It was, <laughs> he, was, he was. He was in heaven. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like I, I was hoping that it would get real rough between the Jets and the Avs because neither one is like, we're going to the playoffs. But then it, like, there were no big fights or anything. But there were a couple enormous. Hits that we saw, where there, there was, like you, your, your impression of seeing it live. You had fun with the game itself. Yeah, than- my favorite part was making sure that, um, you know, my girlfriend didn't get hit in the head with a puck. I was like, keep your eye on the puck, because it'll fuck you up. And Taylor's like, yeah, look at this. This is what happens when you get hit in the face with a puck. And it's like this player's pretty girlfriend with a big scar on the side of her face, all stitched up. And I'm like, yeah, that'll be you. And she's like, baby. Will you pay to fix my face if I get hit with a puck? And I went, mm, yeah, but we're not gonna, we're not gonna, you know, ten to fifteen thousand tops, tops. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you better be on the lookout. And so the whole game, and they flicked maybe, at least three left the uh, play area and didn't get caught by the net. Went into the oh, fucking yeah. crowd. At least quite three. a few happened. Like it was, it was something that I thought was funny because I've never been to a group 
to a hockey game with a group of people who had never really been. And so the whole look out for the puck thing never had to be established. But they put up on the thing like a warning where it's like, warning, the Pepsi Center is not responsible for anyone injured or whatever the fuck by flying pucks. So keep an eye out, you know, viewers or whatever. And then like five minutes later, one hits a lady in the second row. And it's like... We're in the second. We're in the second row. Like, like, let's. This, this is no good. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Well, we didn't get hit, so it panned out okay. I, I bet. And fifteen years from now, they're going to be shocked at how barbaric it was. You know, back in the 2017s, and pucks could get into the crowd. Yeah, I mean, it was only back in like 2004 when they didn't even have that net behind the glass. That was. And then crazy. that that lady in Columbus had to go and die. <laughs> I, now, I look somebody, back on that and, and yeah. say that was insane. So, Kyle, you know how there's nets behind where they shoot, right? Oh, I know all about this. They could just sail them out full speed. Well, it was typically a deflection, right? They, they crush it, and they don't miss the net by so much that it goes into the crowd. But um, they really commonly, a player will touch it with their stick or a knee pad or who knows what. And uh, it's still going like 60 miles an hour when it hits people. And if you've never touched a hockey puck, it's curiously heavy and dense Dance. and they're frozen so they don't bounce much and yeah. uh yeah they're it, harder it's yeah it's it's really bad it's a it's harder you know it's 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 uh my, my roommate had one and i remember picking it up the first time and being like god damn like that, yeah. okay i'm that's, guessing that's, it wasn't frozen you know no of course not no yeah. he just had it on the shelf yeah. he, he got one from a game you freeze it it's it's that much worse yeah, yeah sure. that was a good one though i was happy to see the colorado win because you know you could really tell that win means a lot to those when players. When they won, when they won, <laughs> they started skating around and celebrating and like holding their hands up in the air, like they just won, like I don't know, the division or something. And the crowd was like, "Fuck yeah! All right, that's what we're talking about right there. A W, yeah!" Like, like <laughs> it was a big fucking. There's deal. win yeah. number fourteen. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a big deal in Colorado when they found, when they got that win. So. Yeah, I guess that, that that was fun. I'm glad we did that. Oh, there um, was a football game. Oh, that was that was less fun. Uh, man, I they, you know the Falcons come out, score like 28 <laughs> unanswered points. Uh, it, the half ends like 28 to three. They shut Brady down like four or five times. They're sacking him left and right. And I even said at one point like, man, I hope they're not like blowing all everything they've got in the second half. Like like they got to come back. In, I mean, first half they got to come back in the second half with like. Just a little something to, Meanwhile, to finish. Brady's like, oh, yeah, yeah, what do we need? Two touchdowns, two two-point conversions, and a field goal? Hold my beer. Yeah, we can get it. <laughs> <laughs> Off he goes. It was shocking. It was shocking to watch it happen. Um, uh, you know, step by step, the exact things that were needed for them to win the ball game. And, uh, and, and at one point, I remember saying, like, even before it happened, I was like, you know, it would be nice to see him win his fifth fucking Super Bowl. It, I mean, you know, and to, like, overcome the... De- the year of the deflate gate where they t- take four games away uh-huh. and he comes back and wins a goddamn Super Bowl. I like that it's almost as much. I-, I like that almost as much as I like having the Atlanta Falcons win one. So fuck it. I guess I'm just I'm almost as happy that that, that the Patriots won. Well, um, I like Bill Belichick. I like his don't give a shit attitude. You know, the doing this press interviews that he's obligated to do. He's out there and they ask him this this complex question where like. You know, someone who likes speaking publicly could get colorful with it and like offer different scenarios. Well, this could happen, that could happen, but hey, we're we're really going to focus on this part of the game and let that be said. They could they could have fun with it and 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 give you a quote, but he's right. just like they're, they're like Bill. Um, 
we noticed that Julio Jones is, is just incredibly fast. How do you deal with that speed in your, your, you know, your secondary of your defense? Defense got to play hard, uh, not just secondary either. Um, we got to play hard as a ball team. That's what we'll do on Sunday. And it's just total non-answers. Yeah, total non-answers. He's like, he's like, I'm giving you fucking nothing. I hope you don't quote me. I'll, the <laughs> only thing I want you to write is Patriots win. Suck a dick. It was funny watching I, now Kyle, like, excuse like, how me, little I you... practices to, to film. You cared so little that you couldn't even commit to the bandwagon to where at the end yeah. of the second or middle of the second quarter when it was 21 to 3, you were just sitting there and you're like, I remember you saying, man, Falcons are going to win the Super Bowl. That's really neat. And then, you know, they started scoring, and you didn't even bitch about, like, that's ridiculous until the end. You were just like, man, it's going to be kind of cool to see him get his fifth Super Bowl. <laughs> like, that's, that's him. Like, man, I was like, God, you can't even care enough to, to finish it out like you're a bandwagon mid-game from team <laughs> to team. You know, Patriots hat, and then you got your Falcons jersey. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it, it really, because I saw the Falcons were going to win, and I was like, well, what do I get when the Falcons win anyway? You know, it's like, well, we're winning the Super Bowl. But I do like seeing dynasties be formed. I like being, you know, seeing history be made. And it's, I don't think it's an argument anymore. I don't know much about football, but Tom Brady's got to be the greatest quarterback of all time now. You, you, you got to just say it. I think, I think, and I would lean on the, you know, the experts uh, uh, of football, and I would guarantee that a lot of them are saying the same thing. They were saying it before the game. You don't think they're saying it now? After he, after greatest, greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. First overtime win in Super Bowl history. Fifth champ to win his fifth ring. You know, as an older guy, uh, he's the greatest quarterback ever. I guess it he depends on how you measure him, right? He's, he's obviously the most successful quarterback ever, right? But then you get guys like Dan Marino that, that some would argue were better quarterbacks. They just didn't have the same teams around them. Five times. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and that, that goes back to how you measure it, right? Like did zero times for Marino. But I think he has the most passing yards in the season ever. You know, there, he has unless great you know, receivers. Peyton Manning broke that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's the best. I don't really follow football that closely. But uh, you could certainly make an argument for it. it. Used to be when Tom Brady had like two or three rings, people were still like, "He's not even good. He sucks." Yeah, he sucks. He's just lucky he's on. Now that he's got team. a whole hand. Right now, now he's, he's trying to figure hand. out how to do his thumb hand. ring. <laughs> you know, like. Uh, there, uh, I, I hope he said that. He was like, make that one extra big. That's my thumb ring. <laughs> like, and, by the, by, he, and he's planning ahead. You know he is. He's like, you know, if I got this whole hand, they have to make me like a helmet or something. Like yeah. a crown. A <laughs> crown to wear for my, tw- for my 11th Super Bowl win or a, big, or a big pendant. Guys at that age are like, should I retire? Should I get out? Like, he had, this, he had a better year than he did last year. Like, he, numerically, I, I forget the stats of it, but the, in, like, five different important categories, he's a better athlete now than he used to be. He's yeah, not rest. looking for the door. You know, he's like, four yeah. weeks. So, you think it's he the got a little weeks? bit of a rest at the beginning of the season, right? You know, you didn't have to play those first four games. You got a I, serious uh, I had preseason. That. You know, like, if you could offer him next year, like, hey, I'll tell you what. You get the first four weeks off, and your team will be three and one. You you take that deal. Yeah, uh, I think he might be like, yeah, we'll kick it oh, off yeah. with a three and one. Every well, it depends year. on your plan. You know, if that one loss is not in the division, then yeah, they take it. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I don't know. I just, three and one's a pretty good start. Usually, you win seventy five percent of your games. Although they usually start out twelve and zero or something like that because it's fucking incredible. I don't know. It was uh, it was it was fun to watch. I didn't see a single Super Bowl commercial that I thought was noteworthy. 
Um, very pitiful year for the Super Bowl. Glad Lady Gaga didn't get political at all. I see that like the hyper leftists are calling her out. They're calling her a Becky or something, which I guess is something those cunts call women they don't like um, for not speaking Becky? out. A they Becky. Call- just just let's let let's just move past it. Um, and uh, I guess uh, I didn't catch it, but I guess she's she's like. Uh, was floated down from uh, the top of the building down to the stage. I didn't catch the halftime show. We were outside uh, tending to a, a fire or something like that. But I don't know. The, ga- the game was good. Uh, it was very impressive. It's a shame the Falcons didn't win, but it's incredibly impressive, yeah. and it's cool to, to have watched Tom Brady. Did you just figure out tending to a fire? No, I was saying, oh. Kyle was saying it's a, it's a shame they lost, but also, you know, also not a shame that Tom Brady was able to win and get five and – it's just, it's almost annoying how little you care. Like, if the Cardinals are in oh, yeah. the World Series, like, even though I don't care about baseball at all, I, if they lose in the World Series, it's still like, like they did to Boston a few years back. They didn't it was win, still so like, they didn't oh, deserve The way oh, I look damn. at it, no, the way I look at it is like, um, they, I'm glad they didn't win almost because if they didn't have enough talent, heart, drive, expertise, coaching, whatever it took to close out a 28 and 3 lead then they didn't deserve a fucking Super Bowl win. Tom Brady deserved that ring because when he, when, when he, when he went into that locker room down 28-3 to three against an explosive o- offense, and after he'd been hit like six or eight times or something and sacked like four or five times by cr- an amazingly fast defense, it looked like they weren't slowing down even at the close of the half. He still went in there and came out with the mindset of, let's go to work. Time to win. This is what I do. It's it, he's just do, it, the math is easy. Here it is. This is how we win. Now we execute, and he fucking did it. Meanwhile, the Falcons were like, "Well, let's just uh, oh god, let's let's not lose. Let's not lose." Instead, instead of let's get fourteen more on the board. Let's get twenty one more on the board. Yeah, let let's let's pull a trick play here. And, yeah, they and were go playing not to lose down. in that second I, half. And, and they didn't have the speed, and they didn't have the passion and fire that they had in the first. If if if, if football were played. Um, you know, instead of a, instead of four quarters, if it was two quarters, the Falcons played their asses off for two quarters better than any team in the league could have this year. I would I, w- I would say it was amazing to watch. It was fun to watch. But second half Falcons were were a fucking dog shit team, and they got stomped on by professionals. Yeah. It was, uh, so so I resp- you know he deserved it. You, you can't argue that the Falcons deserved it. It's not like one of those situations from a few. I don't even remember the teams, but I remember a few. Super Bowl's back, maybe five, six, seven. It was like a yard or two yards that 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 stopped a a, a game-winning drive at the end of the game, and it was like really a downer. Even the Titans, won. that one, or the Perhaps. Seahawks one. Okay, I, I don't I don't rem- remember it all, but it wasn't was like Ravens Titans. They just got outplayed. Am I, I, Titans lost by seven against the Ravens, right? Am I crazy? I don't know. Uh, but when? Ten years ago, something like that. I don't know. I know the Titans lost on the one-yard line against the Rams in 2000. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Sure. That, I, I remember, I remember it being like a yard or something on the goal line. But, um, but yeah, the Falcons didn't deserve it, so I don't care that they didn't get it. That's the way I look at it. Because they had it. It was in the palm of their hand. All they had to do was execute. They, they weren't being asked to go above and beyond. That's what was being asked of the Patriots. The Falcons' job was play good, smart football. The Patriots' job was... Do something no one has ever done before, ever, under the greatest microscope and pressure. You're right. And, and don't make a single misstep. And then they just did it. So Patriots deserved it. Patriots won it. And Tom Brady's like a football god now, and he'll be remembered forever. Like, like maybe we can argue, because we don't know much about football, for one thing. 
But I bet 25 years from now, people are like, yeah, that Tom Brady guy. Like, what the fuck? Eight fucking Super Bowl championships, 22, you know, 18 super, uh, uh, Pro Bowl appearances. Like, he's because he's not like you, like you, you said. You think he's got he's three improved. more Super Bowls in him? If he wins them concurrently. How old is he? 39, is 30, he? 39. Kyle, do you know? I don't know. I know his wife's hot. They they zoomed in on her a lot. <laughs> she was losing her 39. shit when they won. It was fun. It was fun to see how happy she was. She was so happy and celebrating and like filming, like herself do this and like like be happy. And she drops her fucking caseless iPhone, and you know it hit concrete in those bleachers. Yeah, she, I'm I was. Sure I, was I, I was like, I was like, dude, yeah. Uh, you know, well, little, you can get another phone. Your day's with not your, perfect. Yeah, with your ten million dollar <laughs> Super Bowl bonus. That your husband got or whatever. Her assistant God will get her phone squared was. away for her, and she'll be all right. I said that early in the game because the Falcons coach was like so happy, you could tell. And I was like, "Can you imagine what his bonus is for winning a Super Bowl on his contract?" Like Bill Belichick probably like Bill Belichick's contract is probably like a subway thing where he just he he punches out Super Bowl wins, and when he gets <laughs> one more, he gets one more, he gets a piece of the stadium or something yeah. like that. But you own Fal- section one hundred two. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like he's a part owner at that point for one more Super Bowl. But with the Falcons, that guy, God knows what it was. But it easily could have been another hundred grand, two hundred grand, quarter million, half a million, a million. You know, you know, it could be. It, it was probably a beautiful little. Oh, I bet it was in the millions. For for getting a Super Bowl, and and he watched that evaporate. It's it's. I, I don't know how that happened. We watched yeah. it happen in front of us, and it happened so slowly and so meticulously it wasn't like oh the falcons just aren't performing that's error 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 it was just that it was exactly what i kept saying that like at some point tom brady is just going to start acting like a machine because that's what he is and it's just going to be 10 yards 12 yards 15 yards four yards run run 10 yards touchdown rinse and repeat and he's just going to keep fucking doing that to them and he did it was it was impressive hmm yeah, no one talks yep. about his Good bad first half, though. Like, Tom Brady's the man. His quarterback rating was he like didn't have 65 in the first half. He because did. of the defense. Be- because the defense didn't save anything. Because the Falcons' defense didn't save anything for the swim back. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exactly what happened there. They were whipping his ass the whole time. Uh, and the, coverage, uh, the, 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 the corners were playing great. Uh, the deep coverage seemed to be good. They just... They, they took him yeah. off his feet. He couldn't do anything. And then it seemed like they were burnt out and, and conservative in the second half and not blitzing as much. But what do I know? They yeah, lost because too. they deserved to lose. All right, then. Uh, so we're at 58 minutes. It was a good minutes. Super Bowl as far as it went. Like I, I watched part of last year's Super Bowl, and I may, maybe it was only like the first quarter and a half that I watched before I was like, this is stupid. Like, this sucks. Like, there's no way... Like, I don't know. It's disappointing when the Super Bowl sucks, even though I don't care that much about football, because it's like it's supposed to be the one thing every year that's awesome with sports. Because it is, it's like there's no series, which is that's the coolest thing about football playoffs. It's like every game is like, oh, you really fucked up. This isn't hockey or basketball or baseball where you can right. be like, all right, we'll get Life him next game. It's like no, that mistake you just cost a touchdown. Yeah, you might be the guy that all of I don't know Baltimore hates until next season. Like the stakes are so high, like it's I, mean, I get stressed out watching the quarterbacks sometimes. It kind it's of like feels in college football. Was it the Dodgers Every first game baseman? Is like that. The the what? In, who Kyle? No, either who? one. Uh, in college football, every game is like that. Like they have to go thirteen and 0, 13 and one at the yeah. worst, like just to make the playoffs. 
in college football. Like you lose a game, like the whole season could be blown because it's so hard to get into those championship games. In mm-hmm. pro football, at least you can lose a, you can lose four games. You're still in the playoffs, and you, you know you're still doing okay. Five, get you can get the wild card. You can yeah. you can you can lose a lot of games. You're right, but it's in very college, forgiving. It's dude, it's more about postseason. You lose one game in college. Well, they got the playoff system now, so it's less forgiving, right? And more and forgiving. The, and the games but, are weighted because of the BCS system. That you know, if you're a powerhouse and you've crushed Alabama and and Texas, but you lost to, I mean, this year Clemson was the the champion, but right. oftentimes they're kind of a piddling lower level team. You know, you lose to a shitty team. Then they they they're like oh well they just had a bad off week and they weigh it th- that way rather than being like loss is a loss is a loss, so that's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. They've got some computer SEC algorithm teams. that does all that bullshit. Yeah, I wouldn't be getting. Uh, yeah, soon. you're playing against some tough competition. Yeah, although although last year maybe not so much. SEC yeah, last year SEC East was rough. Like, yeah, it was, Georgia, Georgia was time. the best team or one of the best teams there, and they were not even good. Exactly. Mizzou yeah. like quit halfway through the season, I think. Did they? they just stop playing? No, oh. no, they just like were terrible. Did that not happen like the year baseball. before? Like, because like, of the whole racist thing? What am I making? No, they that were up? better last year than they were this year. Remember, there was like some thought of the Mizzou team walking out because oh, that wasn't like a school thing or a, they're so bad at football. It was like a hey, you guys, we're not going to play because of the Black Lives Matter or whatever. And then they were right. like, all right, well, you you know that like you're not here on a chemistry scholarship, right? Like, so you're going to have to go out there and play if you want to keep living here. And they're like, all right, like, but just rest assured, like, I'm very upset by the happenings. And I will be at practice on Monday. You know, like, <laughs> oh, and I don't want to, I don't, I don't think we should talk about it and spoil it for, uh, for this show, but may, maybe for PK, we should, we could do some movie talk. We watched a movie called Split. It's uh, M. Night Shyamalan's new movie. And, um, Please tell me it's good. Let's, let's save that for PK. All right. So, so Taylor did not like it. I liked it. And uh, Chiz liked it, um, so it's in theaters take that. now. It's in theaters now. It's a. It's. I'll say this about it without spoiling anything. Um, multiple personalities is an, is a like a main aspect of it. One of the characters has, and the character who has that does an incredible acting job. It's James McAvoy, I think his name is. He's the yeah. one who plays the young Professor Xavier, Professor X in the new X Men movies. Um, so he's switching personalities on the fly. I mean, at least a dozen times. He has a great performance. It's incredible his physical transformation. I I I don't know if they're using CGI. I know they're using CGI at some points, but I don't know if he actually like filmed certain parts of it when he was leaner and then he bulked up for certain parts. Uh, maybe not. But I thought this was really good by Shyamalan and a return. It's as good as something like Unbreakable that he's done before. It's not The Sixth Sense. Um, and. It's not as good as Signs because you just didn't have a strong guy like Mel Gibson in there. But um, it is scary and, and pretty fucking dark, too. Uh, I liked it. I want to say he's done another good movie recently, and he's kind of on a yeah, comeback. Yeah, The Gift. Was it The Gift, I think? Uh, shit. Didn't he do the one with John Goodman where they were, like, underground? No, he did not. That's um, that's 11 Cloverfield Lane or 10 Cloverfield what Lane or whatever. Of. Uh-huh. Um, um, I don't think he did that. I don't think it was a Shyamalan thing, unless maybe he produced it or in, in some way. But he didn't direct it. So but you were thinking excellent. of the visit. Is the that... visit is the one you're thinking of. Yes. What's that? That is a Shyamalan movie. 
I don't know if I That's saw his, it. I think I might be giving him credit for a movie that I like that he didn't have anything to do with. Um, well, The Visit has good ratings, and it doesn't have anything wacky or, or kooky in it. Um, uh-huh. it's, um, it's, it's, just, it's just a good movie that he made. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Split. Really enjoyed it. Thought it was, thought it was strong. Um, and uh, I thought that... It, 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 I, I don't think it had a twist ending. I wouldn't say that it did, but it, it has a great ending. That, that that leaves you like wow wow this is all really cool nice um at least that's that's what i took away from it because of having watched his other movies and maybe liking him i don't know Chiz liked it too taylor didn't like it so much yeah mm. it was all right just not i don't know I, I had higher hopes we can talk about that on pka though because there's a good amount to talk about i think yeah i think so i want to see a bunch um, of these <sighs> call it a wrap yes sir yeah. i believe so i am uh i'm really <laughs> hungry we can do something about that. About what now? My hunger. Ah. Your hunger. Easily cured. Yeah. More Grubhub. <laughs> <laughs> We've introduced Taylor to Grubhub, which is basically, you know, the Grubhub man goes out to a restaurant and brings your food to you for like $3. And you, it, 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 that and uh, another service basically opens it up so that you never have to leave your home. They'll bring you McDonald's, Taco Bell, Kidoba. Um, they'll, they'll, they'll text you. They're like, Hey bro, I'm outside of Arby's waiting on your order. It's a madhouse in here. Stick, stay tight. Then they get your sandwich <laughs> and, and, and he they text you again. Sandwich is on the way. And like, you know, he did, they don't want to tip or anything oftentimes cause you, you can tip them online. The Instacart thing, which is for real hermits. So you don't have to go to the grocery store. <laughs> the first order is free. You go to instacart.com. No matter, you can, you can fill up your shopping cart. Like a, like a, like, like a, like a family of six, two weeks worth of groceries first one's free and and they'll just do whatever you want just just all this stuff that they're delivering oh, but not from the food just the delivery <laughs> you pay for the food the delivery i was like free. how can that be a profitable model <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> no, you pay for the food um but 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 man i i i, I like all those services it, it, it makes a vacation really fun very cool like yeah it. all right it's really neat pkn episode 130